Jane, at this time, yeah. what I'd like to do is skip over an amazing amount of material, uh, an amazing amount okay. of things, and just because I want to share, I want you to share what I've heard for 35 years. And I'd like you to uh, talk about the last days and the, and members of the church, because this is a podcast that is more geared towards members of the church, but there's nothing to hide. There's nothing that anybody can't know, but there may not be as much interest. Uh, what I'd like to just do is just make a very brief footnote or and a question because i was uh i was uh, i guess a part of your life when this was going on and it would it be fair to say that while you were uh in provo during your uh, obtaining your your master's degree it would be fair to say that during that period of time that you had a uh an increased recollection in in your memory of what was going to unfold in the future yes i i need to do this i need to explain when i first went to grad school i had a man that i had met and dated off and on for about a year he was very very interested in marrying me and because of these memories that i had sort of flashbacks of the person that i felt that i should marry and i hadn't met yet I was very, very torn because I, I, I wanted to marry and have children, but I didn't feel like this person was the right person. And he put a lot of pressure on me. He wanted me to basically quit graduate school, come and marry him, you know, not finish my, my master's degree and marry him and start having babies and work and the whole night, the whole nine yards. And I felt like he wanted me to to finish school by going to night classes, work at the same time and have children. And I felt like, no, nah, that, that's going to put me six feet under and bury me. I can't do all that physically at one time. And I didn't feel like what he wanted, his, his vision for our future together was, was going to work out well for me. And it would end up in divorce most likely. And I didn't feel like that he just was the right person that I was looking for. I was under a tremendous amount of stress and I needed priesthood blessing because at that time, for whatever reason, I was having nightmares. And in the nightmares, Lucifer was coming into the to my dreams in the middle of the night and telling me to kill myself. And in the and the nightmares in the night he would be in the room where I slept and there would be this gray and pink haze in the room. And it was just putting in a tremendous amount of stress on me. And I was just about at my wits end because the pressure from this guy want me to quit school and come marry him. And I knew he wasn't the right person. And I needed to proceed with my life. And this went on for about two or three months, this horrendous stress, and tried to get through grad school at the same time. And I needed the priesthood blessing, and I had gone to a couple of people to get priesthood blessings, and I still just didn't resolve. It was like I knew there was something I had to remember, but I couldn't remember what it was. There was something Heavenly Father wanted me to do, and I just couldn't remember. And I was just pulling my hair out trying to remember. Well, one night in the fall, after I'd been there for it, four or five months, I got a call in the middle of the night and the individual said to me, and I thought, you know, man, this is really, I'm getting direct confrontations from, from Lucifer. I need to talk to somebody in Salt Lake. This is really serious, dark, deep, heavy stuff. This is not usual. 
this is abnormal. So I got this call in the middle of the night. It was about 1230. And I picked up the phone and this person said to me, you need a priesthood blessing right now. Well, my roommate was in the other room sleeping and, and, and the other one was in the other room sleeping and I was in my room. And so in the middle of the night, this person comes in and sets me down on a kitchen chair in the kitchen and proceeds to give me a priesthood blessing. What I can tell you is that room lit up with this white light that was like the sun, only it was a white light, not a yellow light like the sun on the noonday. It was so, so bright that I literally tried to open my eyes and I couldn't see anything. And it hurt my eyes. It was so, so bright. Nothing was visible. I was blinded by this light and this energy from this blessing. And the only thing I can remember is I had my eyelids shut and it was so bright. I could see the tiny little capillaries of blood inside of my eyelids. I could see through my eyelids and see these little capillaries of blood. It was that bright. Mm -hmm. It was supernatural bright. Unlike anything I have ever, ever experienced before or since then. And this coursing energy pouring through my body as this blessing was given. And basic, this blessing that was being given to me by this supernatural force of being, and I don't know who was there or who was present in the room, but it was extraordinary and it was supernatural. And I was told during that blessing that all those things that had been locked up from my out-of-body experience when I was a child were now being unsealed. The blessing finished, and I said to the person that gave me the blessing, the priesthood holder that gave me the blessing, I said, did you feel that? And he said, yes. And then he politely just gathered himself together and left and walked out the door. And I was just gobsmacked. Aw, like, what was that? It's my understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I remember that uh, following that event that you began to remember things, right? Absolutely. Accelerated. For the three or four days after that, I couldn't eat. I was so lightheaded and dizzy, and I was sick to my stomach. And I can remember it was day three, and I went into the little area in the student area on campus and they had this little area where they served grilled had this grill and they served hamburgers and after three days I decided I better sit down and force myself to eat a hamburger it after having this blessing whatever happened or transpired there it literally made me sick for about three or four days I was almost like I was kind of like floating in and out of my body couldn't eat could barely drink anything I was and I was just like really lightheaded and dizzy and just not myself and it was after that point, man, all the memories started coming back like gangbusters. I started to remember things. And I can tell you, since that blessing was given to me, I've had things come from or being triggered from different dates and times. And I've been writing and journaling about these things for 35 years. Many of them have withstood the test of time. She has written me letters. She has uh, spoke to me on the phone. She has uh, borne witness to other people besides me about things that are going to happen in the future. And some of them, to be 
honest with you, seemed a little far-fetched at the time they were spoken 35 years ago. But as we see the world changing, I can truly say that many of the things she has shared have come into alignment with the times that we're in. And I don't want to leave you with a cliffhanger, but we're going to have to cut it off now and bring her back because there are specific things related to the church that members of the church need to know about and ponder and see if there's any corollaries. I've already found several corollaries with what she's told me from other people, from the scriptures. And my job in this podcast is to try and uh, compare her testimony, which may be expansive or more expanded than some of the things we may read about in scripture, and to find corollaries and common ground with the things that are written. And maybe we could close with this, Jane. There is scripture that backs up the fact that children can have these experiences. This is not uh, confined to adults this is conf or to males this is con this is a, an expansive doctrine an expansive thing that we read about in scripture and i know that you've identified a verse or two maybe i can read one of well would you agree with that first of all sure okay and i'm going to read the one verse it says in joel chapter 2 verse 28 and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. So this is just a foretaste of what's happening in the last days. This also what happened at the day of Pentecost, because they referred to this verse when the spirit came upon everybody and they were speaking in tongues, etc., what is your scripture, Ray, that you like to refer to in support of the fact that children and young people can also have these spiritual experiences? I believe it's in Alma 32, verse 23, or verse 23, 32. Um, I found it here. I looked it up. It's Alma 32, 23. And if you don't mind, I'll yeah. read it. Go ahead. And now he imparteth his word by angels unto men. Yea. Not only men, but women also. Now, this is not all. Little children do have words given unto them many times, which confound the wise and the learned. This, of course, is absolutely right on the money. And if we go look at what happened when the Savior came to the Americas and met the people in the land of Bountiful, we see that the children were integral in the experiences of miraculous power and things being spoken that they were so beautiful and pure that they could not be recorded or uttered uh, by others. And so we do have these examples. I just want to tell you, I've drawn a lot of strength from the things that you've told me over the years, Jane, and I'm looking forward to learning more and sharing more as the Spirit permits you with our audience to divulge so that we can be better prepared for things that are happening that I believe are right at the cusp. And I will say as a, again, I guess it is a teaser, but 
there are specific things that Jane has seen or has had a hunch about that are upon us and help me to understand that the last days are really, really coming and unfolding now. And I'll let her share that on our next podcast. Jane, thank you so much for being on this call. And we look forward to having you on again. Thank you.